Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Seven Bells podcast. I apologized for the week delay, but as you can tell, I was feeling a bit under the weather, and my voice has not entirely, um, still not at 100%. So nope. I sound like a croaky boy. But you didn't get the Rona. I did not get the Rona, thankfully. Um, anyway, I am your host, Alex. I've read the Old Kingdom series uh, in almost its entirety, and I am joined by classic host, Zach. Howdy. Zach Attack is back. <laughs> <laughs> Flashbacks to 1995. <laughs> How does it feel to be back, Zach? It's the... We're here. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, uh, Mon- we were going to do uh, two parts with Mondo, but scheduling didn't quite work out. So we'll yep. we'll have them back on uh, in the near future because that was fun. Definitely. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, they seem to do a very uh, valiant job filling it. Yes. It was a lengthy episode. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was an hour. I think 50, 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah. 50 plus minutes. It was fun, though. It was a good episode. It was fun. I had a good time. You have a good back and forth. Thanks. I think we have a good back and forth, too. I miss you. Aw, how sweet. Let's make out. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Uh, Thank you for joining us on the Seven Bells podcast. um, Today's episode is covering Chapter 30 of Lyriel, the second book in the series. Um, Before we dive into that, we have a couple other podcasts you can check out if you'd like. We have Rocktanica, which has a few episodes currently out. Um, music history podcast. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun. And then we have So What Did You Learn, which is a comedy interview podcast uh, where we invite our um, our friends on and, and talk about shit. Talk and have wacky stories. Wacky, woo! Fun lessons to be learned. Indeed. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Check those out. They're a lot of fun if you need more content. Um, if you need more golden tones in your ears. Yes, when I don't sound like um, like whatever I sound like now, it's... <laughs> it's, uh, you have a beautiful voice. Thank you. Like Phoebe in that episode of Friends where she gives the sick voice. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so last uh, episode, uh, we were covering chapters 29, which is uh, basically Lyriel being brought down into the um, observatory uh, and um, having to be blindfolded and felt super more like secret. an super secret, made to feel like more like an outsider. Um, they're like, "Hey, well, we got this. Saw this uh, this vision." Because um, they they go and find her down in the in the room, yes, <laughs> uh, room uh, of requirement, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did have her name on it. It's true. It's true. Uh, so they go and find her as she's leaving the room, and and they're like, "Hey, so we totally saw you in our visions. That's neat." Yeah. Also, you need to leave the glacier. And she's like, what? <laughs> Get the fuck you're, out. You're throwing me away? And they're like, well, yeah, it's kind of a big deal because we saw you and, and um, you know, we saw you by the on the Red Lake with a man in a boat. Yes. And you look like you do now, so it's soon. And it's summer, so we know it's this summer. Uh, and we didn't see you with anybody, so you're going alone. Yep. It's the first time they've seen the Red Lake in, you know, however Years, fuck long yeah. they've been looking. And, uh... She's like, you're throwing away like the trash that I am. Oh, oh. <laughs> woe of, is me. First of all, cool it on the drama. Second of all. <laughs> oh, oh, Ray, it's like, girl, calm down. Shit. <laughs> anyway, put on this blindfold and trust <laughs> us. Yeah, so uh, they take her to uh, the observatory. And they blindfold her, and she's like, oh, mm, 
I hate my life. Mm-hmm. No one loves me. Uh, and um, yeah, and they will go into the into the observatory, and there's 1,500 people there, or 1,568. Uh, and then some hokey magic happens, and they're like, uh, magic! No chanting and bullshit and all sorts of... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought that they would, like... Yeah, I mentioned it in the last episode. Like, I thought that they would have some sort of actual si- spell or something. So they're just like magic and the magic happens hooray yeah Yeah. and so uh they all the magic flows up to the ceiling and it creates a vision that that lyriel kind of falls into and she sees uh a um mildly sweaty man uh on a hill looking down into a looking down into a thing yeah looking at stuff looking at stuff and and it smells like free magic and she's like And that's the end of chapter 29. Fun chapter. Yeah. Anyway, on to chapter 30. Chapter 30. (laughs) Uh, This podcast is turning 30. (laughs) Dirty 30. So in chapter 30, that opens with uh, the rest of the vision that Lyriel is seeing. Um where this uh, where sweaty man is sweaty a... man who is obviously unwell is staring down into a huge pit uh, and um, there's a bunch of people working in the pit the pit is like I don't know it's massive it's, it's massive. bigger than the cathedral she was in yeah yeah or it's like the the ref- lower refectory sits 400 is. yeah so and, and Garth Nix is usually pretty on point with like his his measurements and stuff, but it's like a room that could fit four hundred people. Like I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. It's a big fucking room. Yeah, it's a big fucking room. <laughs> big fucking hole in the ground. Big giant hole. Wow, what a hole! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a bunch of workers, you know, d- you know, carting um, dirt and rocks up out of the hole. Uh, so he's looking down in this pit, and she sees that there's a bunch of workers that are, uh, you know, pulling up buckets of rock and, and dirt. Yeah, with um, tools and their bare hands. And- yeah, and she's like, huh, I've never seen people with um, clothing like this. Um, and looks closer and realizes that they're all dead hands. Yes. And they're all wearing the blue hats and head blue headscarves of the Sutherling refugees. But she doesn't know that. She's just like, oh, interesting clothes. Oop, they dead. <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah. And then lightning starts uh, striking down into the pit. Uh, four times. Yeah. Hits some of the hands they don't notice They're or care. Like, uh, yeah. Do you smell that? It smells <laughs> like crispy fried something. Mm-hmm. Yum. <laughs> Barbecue? <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> uh, and he's, uh, and the, um, the, the sick, sickly man uh, who's standing there, he's like, oh, four times in 50 seconds. It's getting faster. And then uh, he says, hedge. She's like, what does, what does hedge mean? Who the hell's hedge? What's and then hedge? hedge walks up from from near the pit. He's like, "Yes, Master Nicholas. What uh, what can I do for you? Ha <laughs> ha! Hey!" Yeah, he's all decked in his red armor and his bells and all his finery. Yeah, and uh, Nicholas says, "Oh, you know, the lightning is getting faster. We must be getting close. Um, but we need to dig up the." Um... He's like, "No, we have to. We have to hurry and dig up the these hemispheres. I know that they'll, they're they're gonna look like these shiny metal hemispheres, each taller than a man. It's very important. We get them as soon as possible, because um, obviously he's just like yeah. fixated on this double time, people. Yeah. Double time. He's like, "Do you think they'll work through? The, they'll pick up an extra shift?" And Hedge is like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." 
<laughs> yeah, we got they'll, that. They'll definitely, they'll definitely pick up a shift. They're dead. Uh, and and uh, Lyriel's um, kind of like hearing this and is kind of confused because she can tell that he doesn't know that they're dead, and he doesn't have any charter magic. And so she's confused why a necromancer would call this man master. Um, Yes. Even though, even though he's just like a dude, this man she's uh, learned as Nicholas through uh, yes, their that she has to go find. Yes, and uh, and then Hedge is like, "Who's that with you?" And he's like, he looks eh. around. He's like, "No, there's no one here." <laughs> and then Hedge just he yells, "Spy!" And then he yells, "You will burn at the feet of my master," which sounds like pretty badass. But when I was reading it, I was just like. You would burn at the feet of my master. <laughs> um, yeah, that can go uh, Igor real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he shoots fire from his hands up the ground at her or something. And yeah. and uh, Nicholas then turns and actually sees her. He's like, oh, hello. Oh, how you doing? Uh, and then, uh, you know, they pull her back out of the vision. Uh, and she's like, huh. Is that what having the sights like? And they're like, no, not really. Not at all. No. no. <laughs> that, was, that was fucking intense. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just, um, yeah, we'll, we'll circle back to that at the end. But everyone's just like leaving the room. There's like all, all uh, just like single filing out of the room. It's like, well, right, see you. That's that. <laughs> we did our job. Yeah. And so Sinar and Rael, they basically kind of say you know uh you need to leave at once we're preparing your boat is there anything we can collect for you no like do you want anything special she's like no no you can't get the dog yeah <laughs> um they say well um we'll give you a sword and a bow as befits the daughter of the claire gone a voyaging and she's like oh daughter <laughs> of the claire it's meaningless to me now <laughs> she's uh, like oh my god but I, at least I do she, like a voyaging. Yeah, a voyaging, yes. A voyaging, we will go. <laughs> and uh, uh, Lyriel does realize now that it, they're not just throwing her away. She's like, oh, I guess this is a, kind of an important thing to She's do. She's got a quest. Yeah. She says, well, I mean, they're digging up this thing. Like, what do I do? Like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, we don't know. Mm. All we know is that we saw the Red Lake and we saw you. And it's the only future where um, that there's any hope for things working out so we we have confidence that when you get down there you'll know what to do by then you'll figure it out you got this there's a lot of like ah that's a future me problem <laughs> a lot of hand waving yeah it's, like, ah, it's fine so she um they basically you know blindfold her again and they're like mm, sorry and uh walk <laughs> as, her out as of if the apologizing for her for her entire, entire life, life. yeah <laughs> Uh, and then we get to the next part of the chapter uh, where she, you know, hasn't slept for or eaten for 18 hours and is like super exhausted. But they're like, hey, go collect your stuff from your room. She says, OK. Uh, and she is rummaging through her, her chest and she finds the little dog figurine that disappeared when she made her dog's ending. She's yeah. like, oh, gives a little hug. And yeah. <laughs> um, so she's she's confident that she can recreate the sending with the dog statuette and like perhaps. Yeah. Dog will come back. Bring bring Dee Dee back on the uh, mm-hmm. her little adventure. Absolutely. There's a funny aside where she um, she's like, I'm not really good with a sword, but I'm okay with a bow because she learned how to use the bow to shoot rats in the library. The yeah. dog would only eat if she cooked them with like herbs and butter, which she naturally refused to do. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and um, then Kirith comes in 
And she's like, oh, Lyriel, you're too young to leave the glacier. You're going to go out and get trouble. Get in trouble. You're going to do who knows what with who knows whom Just and who like knows where. Mother. Maybe you'll even come back. And she's going to say pregnant. Um, <laughs> and then Sonar and Rahal are like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Kirith gets owned pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> they, they say Kirith enough, or uh, Sonar says Kirith enough. Um, but <laughs> I imagine she's basically just says, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's glorious. Which uh, Kirith uh, deflates like a toad. Yeah. <laughs> a toad being stepped on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How you know? How dare you speak to me that? Right, whichever one you are. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, I'm the I'm the the guardian of the children. I you know it's my authority here. Uh, and then Sonar and Rael like, uh, we're the voice of the nine day watch currently. So you, you have no power shit? here. <laughs> you want you want to challenge this shit? <laughs> She's like, you want to do no, this? No, I guess not. Fine. Oh, <laughs> They're like, they real go collect your things. Kirith, can we speak to you outside, please? <laughs> like, I want to know what that conversation was like. <laughs> because, uh, you know, Lyriel's packing her stuff, and, and then Kirith comes in, and she's like, you know, I didn't mean to kind of cast aspersions about your mother. You know, I loved her very much because she was my younger sister, but she was always getting into scrapes and getting into trouble. And then she, like, disappears. And, and it was difficult, you know, being the being the person in charge of all the children making sure everyone stayed in line yeah um and this is the part that i'm just like i hate them so much uh <laughs> she says uh because you know i do uh, i did love your mother and i love you too and then it says lyriel would have given anything to hear those words before yeah like a week before <laughs> no ever yeah <laughs> so that tells me that kirith like never said that yeah. In 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're the fucking devil. Like, it's a very old school uh, mentality of, yeah, it, where <laughs> it, it took it took a certain generation of people a very long time to say they love their children. Right. And, uh, God. It's not and, good. And it's not good. And this whole, like, society is centered around being relatives like being a family they're always like oh cousin when they talk to each other or you know um but apparently no one says that they love each other like you know i feel it i don't have to say it i don't have to say anything Mm -hmm. Ah, it's like jesus christ (laughs) it's just so awful yeah it Uh, really is so i'm like fuck you kirith um and lyriel like would have given anything to hear those words before but now she's just like "Eh, i don't i'm i don't need to be here i'm gonna go make my own life somewhere yep i don't need to know who my father is i don't need, need to know to... what happened to my mother like yep. i don't need to know um because... pizza like a mantra mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but the and the, the chapter ends on uh this line that says you know uh for you know, all her life she wanted to the site to be like a proper claire but now she's given the perverse opposite of her dreams which is to see the future but um, yep. she, what uh, she can do now is see into the past, which is kind of cool. Which is cool, um, but yeah, exactly the opposite of what exactly she was uh, always dreaming of. Yeah, and what it says, it says, you know, she was alone and not having the sight, and now she's alone in another way because she's the only person who can do this now. Like, there's yep. only one. Yeah, uh, oh, always this uh, the one singled out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now but she has also, to leave. It's kind of like 
but you get you do get a magical power so that's pretty cool pretty dope honestly and it's better than you know the hordes of other people who are the exact same do you really want a magical power that's just like everyone else's (laughs) boring (laughs) lame (laughs) Um, yeah, that's the end of chapter 30. Um, I did leave out some of the suiting up stuff. Like yeah. she decides to wear her, her red waistcoat of the second assistant librarian because she earned that and that's who she is. Yep. Which is cool. You yeah. know, at least behind her, uh, her whistle and her little, uh, mouse yeah. friendo. Cause they're useless. <laughs> they're <now>. useless. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's packed up and ready to go. Um, yeah, what did you think of this chapter on a scale of 1 to 7? A uh, scale of 1 to 7, I give this chapter a 5 out of 7. 5 out of 7? It's pretty good. It's pretty solid, good. yeah. Yeah, pretty solid. I liked the little vision dream thing we had with uh, Lyriel Hedge and uh, Nicholas. That was cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about that um, in the world building. <clears throat> Sorry, God. <laughs> world building, uh, What what we learn about the world, and I think... It's it's done like this uh, uh, at first in Sabriel when Sabriel is looking through that pane of glass, pane of ice. Yeah, um, and shatters. And she sees Caragor, and Caragor's like a booga booga booga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the, and the ice shatters. Uh, but this happens again. So the way it, it, it explores how the Claire's sight works mm-hmm. in a way, in a way where it's not really seeing into the future it's essentially like going through a wormhole and being physically present at the thing that you're viewing it's almost yeah like astral projecting or something like that or something something that you can like i don't know you can attack with flame and and stuff and be seen by other people yeah if, if other people are magic users they can see you seeing the the moment yeah um which is interesting it is interesting um yeah. I wonder if that'll come up ever again. I don't know. I mean, it, it, this, <laughs> it has now come up twice. That's true. Yeah. Um, but the that, the guardian or the, the guide in the first book that she um, sends the little paper boat with a drop of blood on it, that never comes back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's that. At least I'm pretty sure it never comes back. If, if, uh, if it does, uh, and I'm just misremembering, please send us an email. Yeah. Um, at the number seven bells podcast at gmail.com indeed uh yeah yeah i don't think i had any more notes on this uh this yeah chapter. it's uh it's pretty straightforward it's chapter. pretty straightforward it's mm-hmm. it's like a hallway it's getting us to our next uh yeah it like completes the last chapter before mm-hmm. it and then starts like the next thread so it's just kind of like it's like a little midway point yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's a nice little uh little stoppage yeah, it, uh, not too much um, like metaphor, really. No, um, it's not n- not really any flowery dialogue or language, um, but you know, it it serves its purpose. And yeah, it's a, it's, it's a solid five. It's a solid five. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's all we really have for today. Yeah, uh, we, we we spoiled you with the long episode, uh, but uh, me and me and Alex are a little more to the point. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about it. Um, but yeah, we will definitely have Mondo on uh, in the near future. Yeah, they're a um, lot of fun. Yeah. And we're approaching, like, we're now, what, two-thirds of the way through this book? Something uh, maybe even uh, over. I would say about two-thirds through. So. Yeah. Quickly approaching the end. Yes. But it's actually, the end is the midpoint, because there's another book after this. That, Mother of like, God. Like, uh, uh, and Abhorsen are back-to-back they're like one continuous story i see yes 
Um, it never occurred to me to, to let you know that. Uh, because <laughs> if you're, we're getting to the end of, uh, of Lyriel and you're like, when's everything going to happen? It happens at the end of the next book. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like A Song of Fire and Ice where there's the two books that are basically happening simultaneously. Mm. Gosh. Yeah, I haven't gotten into them yet. I, good. I don't know if I will. Yeah, they're fun. If you can find them for cheap, better use bookstore, pick them up. But mm. eh, other than that, I wouldn't worry too much about it. That's fair. Um, yeah. So catch us next week. Uh, we were going to get back to a more um, consistent schedule, I believe. I hope so. Uh, now that <laughs> Zach is back. Yes. Uh, and hopefully um, I won't have to make any more unscheduled uh, leavings. Of oh, right. <laughs> Well, if you do, we can always have Mondo back on. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, also, uh, by next week, I hope my voice is not as, like, awful. <laughs> uh, I literally uh, lost my voice uh, completely a couple days ago. So I was I was just whispering at people. <laughs> it was very awkward and uncomfortable. Fun. Anyway, um, yeah, that's everything. So tune back in next week. Uh, visit our subreddit, the Word 7 Bells podcast. Uh, as I said, you can email us. You can hit us up on Instagram. Yes. Um, number seven bells pod. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think that'll about do is do for us today. Indeedly doodle. Alrighty. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye. The Seven Bells Podcast is brought to you by the So What Did You Learn Podcast Network. If you like what you heard, please rate and review our content on iTunes and check out our other shows under the So What Did You Learn Network.